Hi, Malika. Hi, Harley. Hi, everyone listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Sonder and Salt, the weekly food podcast about the magic, magic of eating. <laughs> Welcome back to episode three of our three-part mini-series mm-hmm. all about taste and flavor. If you have not listened to part one and two, I suggest you go back and do that because we're going to be talking about things. The homework. The homework, yeah. We're talking about things we've already talked about. Yeah. So if you think we're using language we haven't explained, we have. It's in parts one and two. Part one is what is flavor, and part two was a deep dive into MSG with Mimi A. Both of those are super, super valuable episodes, so mm-hmm. even if you don't want to listen to them right now, and this will back, make more sense if you listen it to It will them. make more sense, but yeah. if you want to jump back into those whenever Never. and you want to listen to today, fine. Today, we are joined by another special guest on our podcast. We are joined by Kerry. Hi, guys. Hi, Kerry. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Sondra and Soul. Thank you. Really we excited. are. I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited. Yeah. Um, Kerry's seen the true behind the scenes of the podcast. You're like the first person because Mimi, we were recording oh, yeah. online. Oh yeah, this is our first <laughs> real in life. This person. is our first real in life. Person. Yeah. Real person in life. Yeah. Guest. Yeah. Right here, physical with us. Yes. And as we explained on part one of this mini series, we are in a different location. So if you hear any sounds or technical difficulties that we don't usually have. Yeah, we're, we're somewhere different today. Kerry, what's your heritage? Yeah, my heritage. Yeah. Like, where am I from? Yeah, I am from the south of the UK. Um, but I moved to London like three years ago. Oh, so it's hi then. Hi. Yeah. Malika yeah. likes to do around the world with Malika Mouse, yeah. so she likes to shout out people's countries in their languages. Oh yeah, just yeah. English. Scouse. British. Oh, half my family from Scouse. Yeah. From Scouse. From Liverpool. Scouse. How would they greet um, each other out there? How do they greet each other? Yeah. Depends who it's with. Like, obviously, it's my family, so they have like embraced with massive hugs, yeah. and like they're always drinking, <laughs> always, always ready for a party. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. Oh hi. Just a hi. <laughs> hi to all of Kerry's listeners that we don't need to address another language. Yeah. <laughs> Today we are talking. We're picking up where we left off in part one, where we went through all of the elements of flavor and we discussed what the flavor equation was, uh, the amazing book by Nick Sharma. And the last last element of the equation, which we didn't really go too far into, Mm -hmm. is aroma. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to discuss smell and how that factors into our whole experience of of smell. So, Kerry, why did we invite you here to talk about this? So... When I first started working with the wonderful Harley, um, I told everyone in the office that I had no sense of smell. Um, And obviously everyone was like very shocked and they were like, oh my God, like you have COVID, how long is it for? Um, And I basically told them the whole story about like the investigation of what's still currently going on now. Um, And yeah, everyone thinks it's pretty weird. (laughs) So what is Um, that story? How did you lose? Your sense of smell. So about seven years ago, so when I was in, I think it was second year of uni, so when I was about like 19, 20, I had a cold for about a week, but it wasn't like a horrendous cold. It was just a normal cold that everyone gets. Like, no, it was nothing bad. But I still had like a blocked nose and all the symptoms. And then after two weeks, like after it finished, I was like, I can't smell anything. Yeah. But my mum, she works in the medical field, so I like literally go to her for everything. I'm like, oh my God, I've got my headache. Oh, my leg hurts, all this. And she's just like, it's probably this or this or this. So I go to her for quite a lot of like my medical issues. Um, and she said, just wait like a couple more weeks because it still might be like congestion or like yeah. inflammation or something. Um, and then two weeks afterwards, still couldn't smell. Like after I told my mum and she was like, right, let's 
this is a bit odd, let's get you down to the GP, but then it could be something to do with your brain. Yeah. So let's just go privately because all the GP is going to do is just wait. probably give you some, yeah. like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Or just wait like, about two months. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... We booked in privately to an ENT specialist, and ENT is ears, nose, and throat mm-hmm, yeah. specialist in an area where we're from. Um, and then I had cameras up my nose to see if there was any like inflammation, or normally like rugby players get like deviated septum. So yeah. if I had like hit my nose, or my nose had like been damaged in any way, or like a lot of older people get polyps, which is basically oh, okay. like spots in your nose, oh. and that can really affect like the sense of smell. I didn't know that. Um, checked to see if that was okay, and then I had an MRI scan and a CT scan, and everything came back completely clear. So for me, I was like, What's going what, on? What is going yeah. on? Surely there must be something out there that could, or an, a test or an investigation of some sort to show that something's happened somewhere inside and because it was so uncommon then um the ENT that I went to go see said it could be nerve damage from your nose to your brain so when you get like a sinus infection or a cold your nerves can sometimes get disrupted or damaged Mm -hmm. but your nerves in your nose because there's so many Mm. going up to your brain it takes they're probably like the nerves or what i've been told is that those nerves are like the longest to repair right so he said wait two years (gasps) to see if like anything (laughs) wait two years to see if like anything came back if they like regrew because you're so young like your body will repair itself really quickly eventually eventually. and i was like oh god like i can't wait two years this is ridiculous so they can't confirm or deny so they can't speculation yeah so then Um. so then I waited two years um and nothing came back um and then for those two years it had like a massive impact on my life because I didn't I couldn't taste I had to like relearn how to taste things again or like obviously there's like memory of so let's okay 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 so to confirm in losing your sense of smell Mm. you have lost your ability to taste yeah everything yeah Okay. So you can't even taste if something is salty. Okay, so no, I can taste if it's salty, sweet, or spicy. Okay. Um, so to I recap can't... from episode one, there is salt, sweet, bitter, bitter. sour, sour, um, umami. Yes. yes. And then the two unofficial ones were kind of like heat and spice and fat. Like yeah. Yeah. Fat thing. So. Yeah. So I can't taste flavor. I can just taste the. I don't know what you would call it. You've got certain the, profiles you can just of taste. taste. Yeah. The, the taste. I can, ta- I can, I can <laughs> taste, taste like, the yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The components, the, the elements, yeah. the elements of what that thing is, yeah. but you couldn't differentiate if it was sour because it was a lemon or if it yeah. was sour because it was... It's just sour. Sh- sherbet. It's yeah. just sour. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the only ones you can experience are which ones? So I can, I can taste if it's salty, sweet, sour, spicy, um... I guess I can taste like if it's fatty. Yeah, um, or like a, a texture in your so, mouth. So you can yeah. taste. You can taste all the tastes, but you but get no flavor. I get you, no you flavor. Just, it's just a taste, yeah. basically. A weird thing happened recently, actually, at work. We went on this um, like PR event. Oh yeah. Where we went to this place, which was called like Census, and it's about okay. your senses. Okay. So you went into this escape room, and you in each room you had to use your different senses, <gasps> and this one room that 
majority of us didn't do, but me and Kat, shout out Kat, um, (laughs) (laughs) we went into this dark room and there was, I think, like 20 little boxes where you had to put your hand in and taste what these well, that's things it, were trapped. and you had to name like what what it was <laughs> yeah. and honestly it's the first time I had experienced something like that because I think it was like a sprout that I was eating and I was yeah. like what is this like I literally cannot yeah. taste it and like a cheddar I think and I was like normally if I just looked at cheddars yeah and I knew they were cheddars because yeah. I could see mm. them but I was actually like cat I can't do it and everyone else didn't <laughs> want to do it because I think they were, dark room yeah, it was just stuff. dark yeah. room and stuff and honestly I was like cat you're gonna have to help me I couldn't do any of it and then there was a smell one as well yeah so I couldn't do that either but that food one was the first time that I had like That's properly experienced it hmm. because I use my eyes so much yeah. now so in terms of the flavor equation and mm-hmm. what we discussed in episode one there is mouthfeel there is yeah. sight there is hearing there are so many elements Memory. of what is flavor yeah that's super interesting that you are tasting but it's literally just yes yeah. i think yeah. this is this is interesting to so maybe people that are listening will understand now what is meant by taste because yeah those components and it's like you, maybe you're relating to what kerry's not experiencing yeah. is like like yeah. well you know <laughs> when people go to like restaurants and they eat something and, and it's like oh how was it mm. it's like well it tasted it it was good. It tasted salty. It had a bit of a tang to it, etc. But then it's like, did I like love it? it? Yeah. yeah, I loved it. It was crunchy. It had a cool and a blah blah blah. But the take your experience just kind of stops at it was salty. Like, yeah, or like obviously I can feel the, the texture. Feel, yeah. Of it. Mm. So another thing is that when I went to another specialist up in Norfolk. Um, he did I think he was a professor before so he'd done a lot of a lot of research about loss of sense of smell and a loss of sense Mm. of taste as well um and he was saying that um well he I actually met him at a conference in Birmingham because there's this charity called Fifth Sense Sense, um and when we went to that conference, he was there and he was talking about all the research that's happening in like Philadelphia and stuff. And he said, hypothetically, mm-hmm. being a doctor or a nurse, hypothetically, like a book that big, half a page of it is on loss of sense of smell. So even when you're when you're studying yeah. from like ground roots, you don't it's actually learn anything yeah. about loss of sense of smell because it's so, I guess there's not much research out there. And when you get older and you like deteriorate i guess yeah. your sense of smell like your senses do deteriorate so but they just for put them, it down kind of is what it is yeah, it's just point. And yeah. It's, everything's going it's, it's also so. it's also like it's not a physical disability yeah so like with sight, about fixing it with sight like you need glasses or hearing yeah. you need a hearing aid with smell it doesn't really i don't think a lot of people really realize how it affects you mentally yeah so for them yeah. as doctors and i guess as researchers as well I mean, research is such a big thing and it, now COVID's happened, like it is yeah. elevating. But I think from when you when you study, like it was never like a massive thing that um, people needed to learn at the yeah. time. But yeah. now COVID's happened and there's so much more research out there. There's new drugs, there's new like, mm. um, like investigation in like stem cell research, yeah. for yeah. example. So when I went up to, when I went up to the ENT specialist, he was just like, yeah, the tech, he was just talking about like textures of stuff. And when we were at this conference, we sat down and we had um, like a meal together and mm-hmm. like chefs made like cabbage and like mackerel and like potatoes with certain seasoning yeah. on. So like the textures were helping you enjoy the meal rather yeah. than just like the flavors, yeah. which is really interesting. So that's like the technical aspects of it then. We'll get into yeah. more about the eating experience in a second, but just to 
roll it back to what's missing here for you. Yeah. In the flavor equation, it's aroma. Yeah. Which is smell. Which is smell. Yeah. So hit us with the... Right. So, according to Nick Sharma, <laughs> our relationship with odor starts very early in our mother's womb. Right. Apparently, so the odor receptors begin to form within the first eight weeks. And as early as the second trimester, the fetus starts to pick up the scent of odor molecules in the mother's amniotic fluid. Because I think this is where they pull some of the stem cell stuff from, is literally yeah. from, like, the fact that it grow- it's so early. Yeah. Like, say, for example, you can't just grow a limb... Yeah, but yeah. those foundations of scent are literally in the basic building blocks of our lives. Yeah, it's right. crazy. So what your mother eats during pregnancy can play an important role in what a newborn baby might be interested in. Um, so microwave boiled eggs. Yeah, well, I guess like what a mother is craving or eating during that time can impact your relationship before you've even like popped out and had your first restaurant meal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you just don't think about it. Mine would definitely be wine. Really? <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> My mum said she loved prawns. She ate a lot of Chinese when she was pregnant with me. She said, My mum was eating bacon cheeseburgers from a particular bacon cafe. Cheeseburgers. Bacon cheeseburgers. That's no. you, love, you love pork. I do, but I don't love burgers because I don't eat okay. beef, which is weird. But it's maybe like, it's the bacon. But I think bacon cheeseburgers for her. I don't eat beef, but yeah. my parents don't eat beef. But when my mum was pregnant, the woman yeah. ate beef. Wow. That's mad. Bacon cheeseburgers from the cafe in Stratford. My favourite food is prawns. And my mum said she was banging off. That's what she said. She was banging off prawns. And then, unfortunately, when she had my brother, she lost the ability to eat seafood because she developed... Oh, pre- we're going to have to do a whole episode about pregnancy. I know. Yeah, it's that's crazy. a whole other thing. It also says biology plays an important role in our ability to sense odours. Women may be much better than men when it comes to sensing certain odours because they possess a greater number of nerve cells for the odour receptors to talk to. Interesting. That is interesting. Which is which kind of I'm I'm pulling this out of thin air, but generally science towards things that affect women mostly is way less invested in. Let alone like something as niche as smell. So if yeah. you're saying now that women are probably losing more than men are losing in terms of we had a greater or a different yeah. ability to smell than men do anyway, it just is interesting to think how in the order of the research that might be coming Kerry's way in the future if she's even top of the rung, if they're going to deal with like, let's get a basic level of smell back. Yeah. But if our ability to smell is more complicated, then how far is it going to yeah. take like to get to a more complex level yeah. of like understanding? Then it also says our genes can play an important role in certain, in certain aromas. Um, and the big one, which most people probably know about is the smell of fresh cilantro. Coriander, coriander mm. uh, which to some people smells like soap and to others it tastes and smells absolutely fantastic and that is attributed to a genetic mutation and you're the only person in your family that's happened to you right yeah interesting yeah. maybe it's i don't know if this could be anything to do with it but i'm a twin with a boy oh so huh. in terms of like I don't know when we when we maybe were in he the... stole your sense of smell. Maybe, is that what yeah, you're saying? he also stole the food when we're in when we're in there anyway. So <laughs> that's crazy. Like, could it be something to do with genetics in terms of like being a twin and like the stem growth? Maybe. Yeah. It could be. You I mean, got, I don't like. You gotta call somebody. Yeah. I don't have the answers. Gosh. So to wrap that up, it says basically but, yeah. how it works is when we inhale, aroma molecules travel through the air to the cells lining the back of the nose, the olfactory. Epithelium. Here, these molecules dissolve and interact with the odor receptors, which send an electric signal to the brain. Which is why your mum suspected like yeah. brain damage or something yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, we know the backbone now, and obviously, the smell of things 
just comes in your experience of food so many ways. But yeah. from your perspective, what you knew, obviously you were an adult, young adult when this happened to you. How did it affect your relationship with food? Um, I think at the beginning, because it was so new, like I knew what things tasted like. Yeah. I knew that like if I had a Mackey's or if I had a roast dinner or if I had, if I went out for like Chinese or a Thai, yeah. like I knew what they were because it was only like a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I already knew like how it, how it tasted. So then what so memories were still it was, fresh. It was memory, it was memory smell. Yeah. And now like seven years on, like at the beginning, like I lost so much weight because my body wasn't telling, my, my, my sense of smell wasn't like, oh, I can smell a burger, I can have a burger. Yeah. Or like, I wasn't enjoying much out of food. Yeah. Say that this was like six months on, I wasn't like enjoying a lot of food. It was only until my belly was like, yeah. you're hungry now. It, it you killed your appetite. Yeah. So it killed, like, I'd, I'd, if I was going out for, if I was, if we were like walking down the street or, and like people were like having barbecues or something, yeah. like I didn't have that sensation of like, oh, yeah. I could smash a burger right now. Like, I didn't have that sensation. Mm. So my body weight like went down massively because my, it was only until my bo- my belly was like, or oh, if I felt a bit mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to eat now. Like it was such a different, it was such a weird transition. But then yeah. afterwards I was like, right, like obviously I do need to eat. Yeah, like I need yeah. to, I can't just be like this. And like, yeah. I didn't realize at the start like what it was. And I realized over time, like I, I've never been a person to be like, oh, I really, I really need to be really skinny. Like I've just yeah. never been like that. And because I'm petite anyway, like I just didn't, think anything of it and then when I started noticing it I was like oh god like what's going on and it was because I wasn't like eating eating as much um so that had a massive factor into it but then in terms of taste like I started to like a lot more like fatty food or like I love McDonald's like I love McDonald's you can taste taste, what's your experience yeah yeah, what is the experience I think it's the saltiness in it. Yeah. Like, it's the saltiness. It's obviously, like, the textures as well. Like, if it's a chicken nugget or a burger, like, you've got the different layers. Yeah. Like, I think it is generally, like, the salt in it. And it's the same with, like, KFC as well. Like, I love KFC too. And <laughs> But the thing is, I do, like... I do like Thai food as well, and mm-hmm. I like Chinese food. And I, re- I, f- I think it's the strong flavors in yeah. food that I really like. The salt, like, the spice. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if I go out for like drinks, I don't really know the difference between like a single or a double because so it's lethal, it's yeah. lethal like cocktails. Like we, me and um, Chloe went out the other day and I had a cocktail with like chili around the side of it. Was that it was, was spicy mugs? It was, it was a spicy mug, yeah. it was spicy mug. And it was so strong, but like, I don't realize like Until how much your brain. alcohol yeah. I'm drinking. Like, because you're just so getting the sweet be... or the the spice, yeah, or that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But I do um, I do understand that it's alcohol because it's like strong. Yeah. But it's even with like nail varnish. Like obviously I don't drink nail varnish remover. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I can't smell that. So oh. I have to be so careful with like if I am cooking, yeah. like if a fire happens or the yeah, smoke alarm goes off, like I have to. Yeah, it's, it's beyond be just really, eating. I guess I have to be so place. aware. That's why I use my eyes so much. Yeah. But. Yeah, so at the beginning, like it wasn't, it was fine because of like memory smell, memory smell, and then after like six months, so then my body weight went a bit down, and then I started to realize, and then I guess for the like first two years, it was really difficult because there was no answers. Yeah. So I was getting like quite upset about it, but then after yeah. a while, like and and also like, I think it would affect 
people a lot more than myself because I think I just like get on with things and I just yeah. like okay it's happening like there's nothing I can do right now about it so just like yeah. stop crying about it get on with your life and like yeah. try do like I go out with my friends quite a lot to mm-hmm. eat because that then that's adding to like my experience rather yeah. than the taste you so said, um, yeah when you lost your sense of smell and taste of covid you were on the ropes I was yeah. on the edge <laughs> Because, to your point about not having any answers, nobody can tell you when it's going to come back. And so during that COVID period, there was, that's where there was kind of, it was coming to the forefront that there are people like yourself that do not have it and it has been gone for years. And I'm just like, what does that, no way, like my mind was gone and I was just waking up every day thinking. You were on Instagram live eating onions. Well, yeah, I tried the challenge. Oh, was it the challenge that was on TikTok? Yes, I did. I bit into the raw onion and I got like a... Bitterness, I think, out of uh, it or something. So there's a few other things. We were looking at phantosmia. Yeah. Which is smelling things that are not there. Mm-hmm. People who are literally like, I can smell carrots. Yeah. There's no carrots here. And then there's paraosmia or pharaosmia, which is smelling things differently. I got that. Which is what you COVID had in COVID. Well. And yeah. I think that's a lot of what pregnant people yeah. have. Well, do you know what actually happened? I got COVID, I lost my sense of smell, then it came back, but it came back with parosmia. Right. So I could smell things and some things smelled normal, but other things smelled disgusting. Do you still have that now? No, it kind of, it slowly, slowly, huh, thank you. You did have it twice. Yeah, Yeah. so the second time around I said, this is it then, like I'm done for it, it's never coming back. But yeah, it came back with parosmia. And so I was one of those people that struggled with onions and garlic and like even chicken at one point. I love all of these things, but they yeah. just tasted and smelled very funny to me. And your condition is anosmia? Anosmia, yeah. Which is just completely literally, not, yeah. Cannot smell anything. Yeah. Wild. Crazy. All very Crazy. wild. So you were just talking about obviously your experience with like mentally how this hit you. And you mentioned there like when you're cooking. So do you cook? Like what is the point in cooking? Do you cook? Yeah. Well, I do. I do cook because I need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what are you eating? Because I've heard. What are you eating? Just because I'm skin, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skin. Um, I've got nothing left. <laughs> no, at home, like I do cook. Like I, I cook, I cook a lot of spag bol because mm-hmm. I like I can make it like really spicy if I want yeah. and there's like meat protein carbs um yeah. like it's like saucy as well so I can taste that so I cook a lot of pasta that must be I the cook... tomato the umami yeah the umami the tomato sauce. I cook like um homemade chips that my mum used to make so drawing from that it's probably like a homemade Emotion. thing yeah. that is like oh, I connected to yeah um I cook I mean, I cook like a lot of like vegetables as well because that when it's like a mix of vegetables, like onions and like salads, they have that like you can put like dressing on there as well. Yeah. So it's like texture, and I know it's healthy. Yeah. So yeah. I know that I, what I'm putting in me is gonna you be feel, healthy. You yeah. feel something feel towards good. the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I cook a lot of fish as well. Like I love fish, especially when I go on holiday. Like I'm just eating oh, fish tell me all about the time. It. Yeah, so when I just got back from Greece, I was like, oh, I miss it already. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what are you getting out of the fish? Out the fish, I'm getting me, the oil. Okay, yeah. I feel like I'm getting the oil. Um, I'm getting, I know that it's nutritious and I feel like, because it's healthy and it does fill you up quite a yeah, lot as well. I feel yeah. like I'm not just like, just... Because 
in our flavor episode, we I think fish is something that a lot of people have a really strong flavor response to when they are like on a by the beach or like mm-hmm. eating something because you get the smell of the sea and you get like so many more components around yeah. it. So I think fish is an interesting one. Obviously, yeah, so many memories towards it. Fish and chips, you know yeah. what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Just fish to me, I, you know. And you just said you lost your ability to love chicken, but that would not phase me in the slightest. I'm, there's not a lot of things that I don't like. So just the... the it's not about liking it, but yeah. to me, chicken is like... I don't know what chicken smells like. Like, chickens as a whole. I don't have a full picture of the life of a chicken that, that I have some connection to. Well, but, so what connection have you got to the fish? Well, like, when you go to the beach, you've been fishing. You've seen the fishermen. You've been in the ocean. How like, often are you going smell- to the beach? <laughs> chicken farm well i went to the chicken farm when i was in jamaica there's chickens running around oh yeah but okay so what you smell chicken crap and you're connected (laughs) to chicken no but it's not about the my memory of certain things or my emotional connection is not because if it was the connection to the animal i'd probably be a vegan (laughs) it's it's to do with what i'm doing around the time that i'm eating that particular product so my love of chicken is not rooted in the life of the chicken My love of prawns. I don't know what that crustacean is doing on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I love it all the same. So. Oh, I feel like I have that connection to fish and, like, especially when you say fish and chips and stuff, because it's like <laughs> ocean yeah. life, beach life, yeah. coastal life, marina, boat, yacht, wow. <laughs> yeah. life, swimming, seeing them there around you in the ocean. Like, oh, you're so cool. It's so fun. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll go to you later. Yum. Yeah, so I'm going to say that's enough for you to go ahead and eat it. <laughs> Oh God. Interesting. Season one, episode one, it was actually like the first process that we did. We asked ourselves the question, do we live to eat or eat to live? So two-parter, what were you before mm-hmm. and what are you now? Eat to live or live to, live eat. to eat. So, so we, we live to eat. Yeah. We're like, we don't just eat for sustenance. Right. We're not just going to we wake up. Pleasure. We eat for pleasure. Yeah. Like yeah. we want the best tasting stuff. We're not, I think mean, a lot of people, especially athletes, yeah. you have to get calories in. Mm. So you're literally... Grilled chicken, broccoli. Yeah, you're, you're eating to live. Yeah. You're eating to be able to... I your, think... your body's a machine and you've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. Whereas we're like... I mean, it's got gluten. So that's your relationship with food before. Maybe you went maybe you didn't identify as either, but you were free. Yeah, I guess like I would cook more, I guess, or cook more exciting things because yeah. I would be more like interested in the smell. If that I didn't notice it at the time because yeah. I didn't know this was gonna happen to me. Yeah. So I guess I was like I was a bit of both, I guess. Now I feel that I am probably eat to live because yeah. I need to know that I'm getting like the nutrition and I'm eating things that I know I once did before like so yeah. I just want to keep that going so that I am eating one and two I'm still enjoying as much as I can those different types of food yeah so yeah how often do you try something new oh I try things new all the time just to see if it just does to anything. see yeah okay. and I feel like especially if I'm with my girlfriend or if I'm like out with friends mm-hmm. um I'm always I mean majority of them have quite kind in sharing so it's nice that they can try stuff and yeah. they'll be like you need to try this see if you can taste this or yeah. I'll be out with my mom and she'll be like oh try this she always encourages me to try new food to see mm-hmm. if like I get any taste or any like sense of smell especially if it's like really strong that she really really enjoys as well and she thinks that one day it might mirac- miraculously you come just back. Kick in. Um, that was cute. The, the so, yeah. Do yeah. you do you feel that way? 
Like, are you living on the edge of like one day it's gonna yeah. come, or how do you feel? Um, about it now? I am because I am still so young, and also where COVID has been and gone now. Like, I feel that there's so much research out there, yeah. And I feel like, especially the ENTs that I've gone to see and the conferences I've been with in um, from Fifth Sense, like I thought there was so much being done right mm. now. Um, but I think that will soon come over from America. I think there's a lot of uh, research going on in America and then it'll come yeah. over to England so okay. fingers crossed yeah um, but I, I guess I've like lived with it for seven years now so yeah. I've just got to enjoy what I can out of it like as, as like I'm not blind I'm not deaf do you know what I mean yeah, I'd rather like lose my senses now than any of your than my, senses. Than my other senses I guess the thing is though it, it's still like a, a physical impairment because like you were saying if there was a fire if there was like danger you wouldn't know like yeah. you have to be more aware in other ways because yeah. it does mm, mean that like yeah. that that's yeah. like going off food it is as some well. kind of impairment. So like, we said this about sour. So we were saying yeah. if, if a food smells sour, it's probably off. Yeah. yeah. Like I have to be so aware with yeah. my own eyes or like get someone to try it for me before I have it. You Especially do that in the office all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she does, yeah, and now you're saying it, you're yeah. literally always like, does that taste right to you? Does that taste right to you? Yeah. Kerry's always saying, does that taste right to you? Yeah. yeah. So it is it is like as much as people say like it's not a physical disability, mentally it is. Like I feel yeah. like a lot of people I'm lucky enough to like be quite strong willed in that sense, but I feel like a lot of people uh, if they got it now, like mm-hmm. they would their mental health will deteriorate no. because it's like I was on especially the edge. if you love if you love yeah. food. And I was on the edge, I'm like, not gonna I'm it's not gonna lie. so hard and yeah. <laughs> like it even even like not just food but perfumes or yeah. home smells like sometimes i could be walking down a street and this is probably what you were talking about for, is it friend knows me yeah yeah, yeah. I, could be, I could be like walking down the street and i'll be like because my aunt's house or like, it's, but it's, so but it's, it could be like it's the like, memory or something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like all memory smell yeah. like you said that to me yesterday when you said that? you said my laundry detergent oh yeah it's not like something yeah. i want to yeah. yeah you were literally <laughs> like have you changed laundry detergent and i was like no, I don't think so. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, smell me. And she was like, um, no, it's not you. But I think you're right. There's so many other elements to smell. Yeah. yeah. But that also links into memory. And yeah. we spoke about that on, on our flavour episode. And we have a whole episode called Eat Your Feelings, which is basically, we speak about nostalgic food to us. We've got episodes that talk about where the way food takes us places and memories. And in part one, we spoke a lot about what we like about restaurant experiences and how that adds to the experience of what we're eating. For you... One thing we like mm-hmm. is an open kitchen and we can see chefs cooking yeah. on fire, on charcoal, and it builds a expectation of what the food's going to taste like. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, oh, the fish is on the grill. Yeah. Oh, it's going to taste like this. It's going to taste like that. What's, what's important for you in your eating experience other than those strong flavours that you spoke about, potentially fat? Like, what's important to you? Um, I've never actually thought about it, to be honest. But I guess, like, looking back, it makes so much sense. Like, I love going out for food with, like, my girlfriend or my friends. I love going to, like, really pretty restaurants, like, lights. Um, I don't mind if it's, like, crowded, not crowded, but, like, busy. Yeah. um, Or quiet, like, if I'm on holiday and stuff. I think it is, like, the surroundings. Mm. And I think it's the company as well. So, like, Mm -hmm. who I'm with. And I guess that's why... Um, I have like memories of food, which yeah. is with the people that I'm with, yeah, like, yeah. and they get to taste the food as well. So then I get more of like, 
excitement out of that of like okay they they've like said it tastes good so it must taste good yeah. so yeah. I'm gonna say it tastes good <laughs> or it's like it's like I guess it is the company and like even when I'm at home like if I if I'm by myself I'll just cook something really basic don't really care but if I've got friends around or I've got my girlfriend around like the presentation of food yeah. so like oh, I'll put the salad here and like the rice here and then I'll put make like a really cool dressing yeah like, I think it's the presentation the company and like the atmosphere that I'm uh, like in yeah. but I've never really thought about it before so I guess it makes it makes so much sense yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting because yeah. every time we have a conversation on the podcast we then live our lives differently after it yeah like after, yeah. I, after, <laughs> after I had the cold and I was like mommy sesame I'm a taste genius I'm a super taster <laughs> And now it's like we've obviously put this seed in your head. You're now gonna be in a relationship, um, in a relationship, gonna be in a restaurant and be like, "Hmm, what do I like? What's yeah. what's going on? Like, yeah. what's what's going on in here?" That's the thunder and the salt. That's the that's yeah. thunder and salt effects. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are born with no sense of smell. So when I went to that charity event, mm-hmm. um, we all sat down in a room and majority of people were quite old but okay. there was one girl that was about I think she was 12 years old and she had never been able to smell before so it, sometimes you're just not born with yeah. it sometimes you lose it and then sometimes you lose it then get it back so there's yeah. di- there's different ways of losing your smell and then some people lose their smell and then smells things completely differently because yeah. when your nerves get damaged because there's so many there they could regrow back in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So your nerves like retach a different way, and that's why yeah. you smell things differently. Cool, blimes. Mine reattached in some next way, and then reattached. Okay, <laughs> <the next laughs> <ways>. yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, because that was really stressful for me. Well, you've got another. Sorry, from the library of Michael Mouse. Yes, another, book, another book. Um, this is a book that I actually ordered in the middle of COVID when I got COVID the first time and lost my sense of taste. And it's called Taste and Flavor. It's a book by Odyssey in partnership with Life Kitchen. And it's a cookbook to inspire those experiencing changes in taste and smell as a result of COVID. Um, and something they actually put in here is that Life Kitchen is a cookery school for people with cancer. Its focus is on taste and flavor. Sadly, cancer and cancer treatment can affect people's ability to taste and enjoy mm. food. So, that, like you said, there's multiple different ways mm-hmm. that people's relationship with food can be affected through the loss of taste and smell, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, really, really unfortunate. That is also the story of um, Chef Grant Achaz. Yes. Is that the, how you pronounce his name? Which Achaz. Achaz. We try our best. <laughs> we, try, we do our best. We do what we can. Um, the chef who lost his taste, his sense of taste, who still went on to develop recipes and restaurants and like yeah. through Michelin star. Yeah, yeah. Like, through, like yeah. working with chefs he trusted, yeah. and his memory. He lost. He lost it through cancer treatment. He had yeah. um, a cancer which basically had radiation in his mouth. And that's why he lost his taste buds. Yeah. He then redeveloped taste and it started from the beginning. I think he said he was 32 and learning to taste sweet stuff again. Yeah. Which, again, is a complete mind. Like, that's that's crazy. But um, it is it is something that yeah. a lot of people are experiencing that you probably just don't think yeah. about. You can watch his full story. Chef's on Table. Chef's Table. Yeah. Netflix. Chef's we'll have it linked episode. in the description below. Yeah. Um, so yeah in this taste and flavour book there's a range of recipes that use ingredient combinations along with textures and other sensory factors that is aimed at um, getting people to derive pleasure from food they've excluded ingredients they know that most people with COVID don't fancy uh, but there's a lot of things that focus on spice salt umami yeah. just really punchy, punchy <laughs> they flavors. like to say flavours and textures um, and 
The book's yeah. still available for digital download. Exactly, digital um, download only. But not the hard copy. But so then, we'll link that. And it's free, I believe, to download Really? Oh, okay, I think cool. so. Don't quote me. I think so. <laughs> well, Kerry was interested because you just saw some things in there that you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Kerry and I was looking through it and I was like... Yeah. I was like... Have a look what, what jumps out. Um, you said nachos. I earlier, oh, yeah, I saw the nachos and I was like, oh, my God, I actually... I really love nachos. Cucumbers. I love cucumbers. I love They're cucumbers. Just, <laughs> yeah, the crunch, exactly. Love it. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one? The crunch. Crumble. crumble. I love crumble, but yeah. I guess that's texture, sweet. But and then you've got like the rhubarb or like you've got yeah. the, the berries but heat in there as well, as well. Because we were talking yeah. in our, I, I don't know if you're having it with custard or ice cream, but hot and cold and crunchy yeah, and soft yeah, and yeah. sweet. Like there's a lot going yeah. on there. Yeah, the you flavor. just don't realise. Yeah. I think I read this like quote, I can't remember who it was from, but it was about, um, it made like so much sense to me, but it's if you're walking down a street and you're trying to get somewhere really, really quickly, um, you miss everything that's around you. Mm-hmm. So you, if you just want to go straight to a location, you're not think, you're not look, like listening to the birds or like looking at the yeah. buildings or looking at your environments. So when you're eating food, if you're rushing just to just to yeah. get it done, like you're rushing just to get it done. But if you're like taking in like the area that you're in, your surroundings, yeah, music, people, yeah, yeah. Like everything it, it, about flavor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like that experience. There's so much more to it than just. Yeah, it, it tasted good. Yeah. Why, why did it taste good? What Which is so funny. Malaka likes to mock my um, childhood experiences around okay. food. Because but the orange chicken from the fridge. I ate a lot of ready meals and whatever. Yeah. We we're not the finest cooks in my house. But I think the way that my palate has developed has been through taking it slow. Because yeah. I used to get in trouble at really? home for not <laughs> chewing my food. Munch, munch, swallow. Munch, yeah. munch, swallow. Munch, yeah. munch, swallow. That was me. But chew, Harley, chew your food or yeah. breathe, Harley. <laughs> breathe. I would eat. People used to say I ate like I had siblings. I don't have siblings. Yeah. But I would be like, you've never had to fight for food in your life. Yeah, yeah. Why are you eating like this? Yeah. <laughs> much, much smaller. And I think maybe it, as I've got older, I have to take more time with my food and I've learned to experience it in new and better ways. Yeah. So I like that. Like smell the roses. Basically. Slow down, smell the roses. Yeah. yeah. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everything I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing else. We'll link below everything that we can, the books, mm-hmm. um, Fifth Sense as a charity. If you're listening to this and you have, so a lot of people listen to podcasts about problems that they didn't realize other people had. Yeah. So there's a whole charity dedicated to people who have lost a sense of smell. Mm-hmm. If that's affecting you, jump in there, emails, DMs, whatever, go to a conference, learn, meet people that you met, people that had the mm-hmm. same experience as you. There's a whole community of people for everyone yeah. out there. Um, and there's things you can do in the meantime. Things you can do in the meantime. Books. As a result of COVID, these things are being exactly. like, created to help people. So if you're struggling and you want to inject some kind of um, vivacity yeah. back into your yeah. experience, then this, this can definitely help you. Or if it's somebody that you... Um, that is your boyfriend or girlfriend or anything and yeah. you want to try and support them in a way there's yeah. best few books out there so we'll make sure that's definitely linked below but thank you Kerry so much for coming on that's okay really enjoyed it today guys oh thank oh, you okay. thanks for joining us it's been great okay. and really interesting as well yeah. yeah I hope it comes back honestly oh and I'll let you know yeah. and I'll be back on this podcast yeah, and I'll be like sure. guys I've got it back yeah. I'll be like give me all the food right now yeah. give me all the food before I lose it again if I knew Max Kerry would be ASMR taste yeah <laughs> I'll be a new person yeah I will literally be like, imagine if it come back really bad though that would be awful oh god but I, I mean if it's back then maybe there's like Wait, the, the hope that it will yeah. grow into that like, you can you else. can um, retrain your yourself brain, retrain your brain to like like things that you don't or yeah so you never know well okay. for any doctors watching out there yeah get me on the trials oh there's also there's a trials that you can do like stem yeah. cell research so 
yeah is if there's people out there that's like really struggling yeah. like you do get around it but some ways it's, it's hard yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being here thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed it and we will catch you in the next episode bye guys bye, guys. bye.